Hey, what's up, everybody? I want to thank you all for joining me here on The Gun Line, where we hang out and just chop it up and shoot the shit like we did out in the field. You know what I love about this podcast, man, is the fact that it was made for the veteran community to come out and hang out, shoot the shit, and just have those conversations like we did out in the field. I mean, the first fucking shoot the shit episode I did, we ended up asking, uh, how do you wipe your ass, front to back or back to front? But, I mean, it's evolved, as always, and we're always looking for different conversations to have you know it's a a platform where we're free to talk without any kind of judgment any censors any filters you could just be yourself and one thing we know about the veteran community is that we like to speak freely you know what i mean and be ourselves and not be judged afterwards so that's what this podcast is for with that said one thing we did do on the gun line is talk about everything and anything from jody fucking your old lady to fucking politics religion racism everything so why i say this is because you're never gonna just find one fucking topic that we hit on all the time you know um and on this episode it's just like that as well we don't just hit on one topic we hit on a couple of them i hope you enjoy it we got my homegirl monica here co-hosting and uh with that said i hope you all enjoy this podcast Enjoy the episode number 235. Gun Catch line, all. Gunline, gunline. Gun line. We got a fire mission coming down, y'all. I'm your host, Lopez, and you're listening to the On the Gunline podcast, episode number 235, I believe. Wow. And as usual with me, I would normally have Lee Hunt as well as Monica on, at times, but I'm, Monica's becoming more of a, a figure <laughs> here on the podcast. So welcome, Monica. Thank you for being here with us. Thank you for having me again. <laughs> oh, dude. If Monica is on here, there's one of two topics, either some spiritual shit, you know, soul shit or the hot D. Oh, we yeah. We're definitely <laughs> talking about the hot D. And I'm not talking about that chorizo. I'm talking about that house of the dragons, y'all. But we'll get to that in a second, dude. Dude, um, I got something I got to just get off of my fucking head right now. Get it out. Get it out, right? So check it, man. Look, if you work at McDonald's and that's your career choice, that's great, man. I'm happy for you. But know the type of service that you should be providing to someone. For example, if you're unhappy with what you're doing, don't take it out on your customers. Don't ignore your customers. Be courteous. Be respectful. Look at them. At the very least, look at them, you know, because um, I had an incident on Sunday where I went to go get breakfast for the kids. And um, I went in there and I was pretty specific with what I was trying to get. I told them I need three orders of hot cakes with sausage, three orders of orange juices, three orders of hash browns. Too easy. So she goes back to the repeating it. Okay, so you said three orders of the hotcakes and sausage. Now, was that three hotcakes and sausage and, and orange juice? No, ma'am. Three orders of hotcakes with sausage. All right, so that's three separate plates. I get that they come with three fluffy pancakes and sausage, <laughs> but I want three of those orders. Three separate orders of orange juices and three hash browns. And I was looking at the camera, you know, because, you know, they got a camera outside in the drive through. Yeah. And I'm giving her this look like, don't fuck this up. And so she repeated it again. Okay. So three orders of hotcakes and sausage and three orange juices. I looked at the camera again. Three orders of hotcakes with sausage. Three orders of orange juices and three orders of hash browns. Okay, thank you, sir. Pull up. Oh. So I pull up. <laughs> first window. And I stick out my hand with my credit card. She takes my debit card. She runs my debit card. She tells me the, the amount. Then she grabs my debit card, grabs her seat, and hands it back to me. And I say, thank you. She wasn't even looking at me. She was too busy looking away, talking to somebody else. 
didn't even look at me, acknowledge me, or even say, you're welcome, or thank you for McDonald's, or, you know, nothing like that, you know, and I get it, it's McDonald's, I'm not expecting the greatest customer service in the world, but at least at a minimum, you know, here you go, thank you for coming, and, you know, pull up to the next window, no, she just gave me my shit, didn't even say anything to me, (laughs) I wish it would have ended there, I pull up to the next window, And I figured maybe she's just having a shitty day. Maybe she's taking it out because I was having an attitude with her. The dude opens up. He's like, just starts handing me my drinks. I'm like, okay. Then he hands me my bag and then hands me the other bag. I'm like, all right, thank you, man. Nothing. Not even uh, you're welcome or nothing. And I'm just thinking to myself like, dude, okay, you know what? How the fuck are you going to be working in a customer service environment and not at least provide some customer fucking service? You know what I'm saying? A simple acknowledgement. You know, it, it, in my course of work or what I do, it's customer service. So, damn, I'm having a good fucking hair day, yo. I'm not, just side note. <laughs> that's just looking pretty fucking on point today. But anyways, um, it pissed me off. Like, you know, how the fuck? Can you not provide me the at the most basic eye contact and a you're welcome or a thank you for coming to McDonald's or something or enjoy your breakfast or here's your food or or just something, dude. So I don't know what has happened with McDonald's since I was a kid. I mean, I remember them being, you know, okay. And it's always, it was always teenagers. It was Mm -hmm. always teenagers, you know, most of the time, you know, that's what that was your high school gig. Cool. Mm -hmm. But like, not just, I'm not only going to drag mcdonald's right now because this last weekend not only did we go to mcdonald's and have crappy service we went across the street to wendy's and the lady on the little box literally sounded like she wanted to die like i like there was no life to her voice there was nothing oh and i was at wendy's the only people i'm gonna keep out of this is gonna be chick-fil-a because mm-hmm. chick-fil-a goes above and beyond and we're not expecting mcdonald's and burger king and all of them to be like chick-fil-a cool mm-hmm. fine but something it is not hard to repeat back in order it is not hard to punch a couple of numbers or yes. whatever little cold key things i have probably pictures <laughs> on them you know what right. I mean? so have pictures on them of what you're trying to order it's fucking <laughs> dummy proof it is i'm like you know what no wonder you're being replaced by a freaking kiosk and then yes. you still have the audacity to complain about that mm-hmm I'm like, and don't even get started with, oh, we want to get paid over $15 an hour. No. Are you kidding me? Thank you. Go to school, go get a better education, something to get, even if it is just with McDonald's, you know, like you Mm -hmm. said, you know what? Cool. If you want to work for McDonald's and that's what you like to do, Mm -hmm. want to be a manager of a McDonald's, you want to open your own franchise, you know what I mean? And that's where you'll start making the big bucks. But until then... Well, you got to start somewhere. And even then you should be able to do your job and do it well to keep going. Thank you. Thank you so much for saying that. Cause I it's was going to bring it up. $15 an hour. Bitch, get my order right. Can you get my <laughs> order right? You know, How about you just put another kiosk out here, <laughs> bro. And they are getting replaced, dude. I mean, I saw put something... another kiosk up here so we can order out here too, because for McDonald's real. is ridiculous. For like, real, dude. And, uh, your- and I, I've been some good McDonald's. I've been to some McDonald's where the ladies are great. You know, yeah. you know, they've been there for a while, and they they love talking to the customers. And we're not right. saying you have to be all Holly Johnny Barney style, mm-hmm. but a simple thank you or here you go with something. Even just looking at you when you get your food, and don't get me right. started. So they, we got you know the dogs Happy Meals, right? And then like mm-hmm. I'll re-ran out of boxes. Here you go. And that's it. I was like, what? wow. I was just like, why do I keep coming here? For one, exactly. for my kid, I would not fucking come here anymore. Oh, yeah. I was like, I'm done ridiculous. with them. I am done. They don't with have the them. right toys anymore. And then right now, I'm just like, you know, nagging or going on about the small things. But mm-hmm. it's just, it's a customer service job. It should be an entry level job. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And from there, you should try to better yourself to 
get a little bit better job. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, these those jobs used to be something for high school kids to get work experience, to, you know, help them build a resume, start learning the social skills needed in order to interact with people in the public or even in society, you know. But if yeah. this is the way, dude, you're getting paid for a service. All right. So. And I God. understand that some people don't have the best of life. I've even noticed like one of the McDonald's that we frequent mm -hmm. <laughs> now, not by choice, but right. <laughs> because at that point I'm being held hostage by my son that wants to go there. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so it's not by choice really. Um, but you know, then I start noticing some of the workers and some of them I see at like one of the convenience stores that I go to sometimes for an energy drink or something, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Cause it's all in the same area. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, cool. I understand you have to work two, three jobs. I understand life might be right. hard. You might be tired as F, but if yep. you're that same way every single time and every single day, you got to reevaluate, babe. Like you got to mm -hmm. reevaluate there, baby girl. I'm like, do something, baby boy, whoever. Yeah. Reevaluate what you're doing maybe take an online course nowadays you know what i mean like i don't learn know a like fucking trade something. or learn a fucking trade you know trade. trades yep. are everybody's like so quick to want to go to college and do this and do that there's college is not for everyone i'm one of those that yeah. it's not for yeah but you know trades are out there and i don't know why people shit on trades go be a painter you know paint yeah. houses those motherfuckers make bang dude roofing companies i never yes. knew how much roofing companies made <laughs> Back. You know, a plumber, you know what I mean? Be a 24 hour yep. plumber, you know how, or AC guy, you know Dude, what I mean? Just a Especially visit alone. In Florida, you mm -hmm. better best believe you'd make money with being a 24 hour AC guy. <laughs> <laughs> For real, dude. No, you check it. So, like, even even on that note, this, this is just coming out. I was having a uh, conversation with my daughter today as we were driving towards downtown and downtown San Antonio. And um, there's a McDonald's of all places um, on one of these corners by the freeway. And I told her, Honey, you see all those people out there? Those people right there are are called day laborers. These are the people that, you know, are making like $75 a day to go bust their ass digging ditches, go do roofing, you know. And uh, these are the people that you'll hear about, you know, they're coming over the border illegally or, you know, they're taking other people's jobs. But let me tell you something, honey. These people that are over here, that are doing that right there, they're not holding up a will work for food sign just to get fucking money. These guys are oh, actually don't get me getting started, started, you know, on it, the homeless people that, oh, mm -hmm. let's not go there because well, no, here's the like thing. <laughs> it was it was a moment that I wanted her to understand porque, you know, being Latino, yeah. uh, we get shit on because we're lazy, but you know what? I, I seldom see uh, help and or, you know, please help anything helps by one of our folks and i'm not trying to make this into a racial thing right now but it's just something that popped into my head you know that they're out there busting your ass and i also use it as a teachable moment for her because i told her like not all of them are illegal some of them are just people that are down on their luck and they have no education so they have to go find a way to hustle and make money and that's the way they're doing it but i use yeah. that for her as well as like you know i need you to stay in school and do better in school before you end up like these people you know what yeah. i mean but and yeah. if they could, best believe they'd work at a McDonald's and make it the best day of your life at yes. McDonald's. And, and, that's the, <laughs> and that's the thing I don't understand, bro. Like, you know, I would want to say it's a cultural thing, but it's like, you know, it really is sometimes. Um, It's an American culture thing now, not just black, white, brown, whatever, whatever. It's just an American culture thing where somehow it's gone from being respectful and providing in those jobs a great customer experience to now like here's your fucking food get out of my goddamn line you know what yeah. i mean it's like dude if you're not happy with what you're doing nobody told you to go make a fucking mcdonald's career you know what i mean yeah go do so. something else try to go do something else there's tons of other and we talked about this the last time i was on here with you mm -hmm. there's so many different ways now on how you can make extra money that are non-conventional that you don't have to go work at a mcdonald's and stuff exactly. like that so many different ways you can do that so it's like exactly. you know go, go uh, like i don't even understand it anymore like you know I what get it. join the fucking military if you got documents go join the goddamn military they're yeah. always hiring do you know what i'm saying <laughs> they're yeah. always fucking hiring bro and you know or go be a fucking dependa and for those of y'all that don't know what a dependa is, it's 
usually is the female, the dependipotamus, <laughs> you know, becomes a motherfucking that's a cool that segue, right? Yeah, uh, you know, it's um it's a dependipotamus. You go fucking find yourself a dumbass E1 and marry him. And he'll take care of you. You know what I'm saying? He's stupid enough to go pay 20% on a motherfucking 2007 charger, you know? So, and then you can go marry him and he'll be dumb enough to, you know, you could go live off of him and the government. So the reason I'm bringing up the pandas though now is because I want to go ahead and switch up gears. Um, I I was scrolling through the the book of faces and the grams of Insta. And, um, And I came upon something and it was like, whoa, what the fuck is this? Let's see it. Let's see so, it. The reason I, I, I've never seen, I've seen some dependipotamus shit in my life. Like, you know, <laughs> half my heart is fucking in Iraq or, you know, leave your rank. Your rank doesn't, I'll do my authority or some shit. Don't confuse your rank with my authority. I've seen a lot of dependipotamus shit. But this one here took the fucking cake, yo. I don't know if you can see that. My ball nails, babe. What do you think? <laughs> Take that shit. Out. Do you see that? What's the bottom one? What she said at the bottom? Uh, <laughs> the last part said, say? Oh, she said, I'm just trying to support you. Oh. Uh, but look gotcha. at those fucking nails, yo. And <laughs> for those that are are listening to us on the podcast platforms versus the YouTubes or on Spotify, which you can now see it on video on Spotify, by the way. Nice. Um, what what exactly are you seeing there? I am seeing a manicure, and now oh, I agree, it's a little outrageous of a manicure. <laughs> yeah. For a, yeah. I guess it's a dependent that is going to a marine ball. Those are marine colors, right? Marine yeah, ball. I would hope that it's for the Marine Corps ball <laughs> that she's marine wearing ball. that. And they are very nicely decorated. Um, patriotically, I guess you can call it to be nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> patriotically decorated with our nail art of her husband's rank, I would assume. Mm-hmm. And some stripies and some diamonds on there, some bling, you know. Oh, oh no, those aren't just bling. Oh, it's not? No, no, no. So this here is his rank. He's a staff yeah. sergeant in the Marine yeah. Corps. These are the trousers. Those are the right leg and the left leg. They have the the blood stripe on, yeah. on their mm-hmm. pants. And then this is his um his blouse. That's his coat. Those are the buttons on the coat really yes those are supposed to represent i'm trying to think back but i don't i never hung out with marines so i don't what oh yeah i had jarhead brothers i had two jarhead brothers but yeah it, on their blouse on their top you know like when they're in their in their dress uniform they're formal yeah, yeah they're button those are the buttons and that's what i'm assuming that is either way that's a little extra for me right there like that's what the that's fuck so much that's now so i much. hope i really hope this is for a fucking military ball purposes because, I mean, ever since that one chick went fucking viral with, he's a Marine. Did you ever see that one? Oh, my God. I'm going to no. introduce you to that shit here in a second. <laughs> but, yeah, this I, is a I little tend extra. From mm-hmm. being in the military mm-hmm. and from being a female in the military and hearing about all the drama in the dependent life Mm. i stayed away from any mwr any any kind of whatever bullshit they had going on with dependents right the entire time like that after i became a dependent you know what i mean like (laughs) i stayed away from all of it i was i'm was a no drama llama i was not dealing with any of that i was like i don't want to deal with it i don't want any part of it no thanks (laughs) oh no and i completely understand um so that was that's a little out there (laughs) bro i mean like i said to put it nicely okay she's you know she's being patriotic yada yada (laughs) yep oh dude you know okay good for her but at the same time that's a little too far stop wearing your husband's ranks ladies how about you just go earn your own if you want to sport a rank okay Mm. i'm sorry i'm trying to be nice but Go earn your own. I had my own little rank. Guess what? I did my five little years mm. and I never wore my husband's rank at all. Well, your husband was also, well, 
let's just say you never asked for a salute, right? You know, Excuse being a hippopotamus. As a dependent? <laughs> ask for a salute? Yeah. Who the fuck do oh, you my. think you are? Oh my I'm God. You... Now, who in the motherfucking audacity fuck do you think you are? <laughs> oh God, wait till you no. see this. Wait till no. you see this. Give me one <laughs> sec. I'm going to, since you've never seen this one, it's going to be awesome to see your reaction. <laughs> I, I can't I really can't wait uh hold on let me see make sure it's the right one. Oh yeah that's the one yep this is definitely oh, the god. one i'm gonna get myself in trouble now <laughs> oh no dude this is i mean shoot me shoot Let's me see. all right do you see this so far i see him all right hold on stand by because i forgot to share something else i'm getting used to this uh sharing shit so dude so just uh, i feel bad for this poor jarhead because i mean just his face says it all (laughs) and it's like poor guy you know pobrecito all right here we go let me know when you can see it i see it yeah all right let me know if you can hear it he's a marine okay can you hear it? Honor, courage, commitment. Core value simplified. Oorah. He's a Marine. What the? Of course her name had to be. Oh, God. Yeah. What in the living? What? Yeah, dude. So I. Um, What's wrong with people? This is from a couple years ago that that happened. And oh god no i never saw that before but yeah you're right he's a marine stop fucking embarrassing him yes <laughs> yes oh and there's you know a how... difference between being patriotic and proud you know i see you know what and i'm not gonna lie it used to irk me when i would see those stickers on people's cars that say navy wife or army wife yes. or navy yes. mom navy dad or whatever it right. did it bugged the shit out of me and i never gave my mom one of those just because i was like you know whatever <laughs> <laughs> not that I wasn't proud, but I was just like, she has a whole fucking shrine in her house for me. So why does she need a bumper? For real, right? Dude. <laughs> but I'm just like, what? I don't, I just don't get it sometimes. I'm like, there's a difference between being proud and patriotic to mm. overstepping and being disrespectful again. You know what I mean? Like that is just disrespectful as fuck. And you're embarrassing the shit out of your Marine. Yes. That's embarrassing. I mean, it's embarrassing <laughs> enough for them to be a jarhead fucking crayon eating motherfucker. You know, <laughs> Department of the Navy, fucking Navy infantry. But I mean, sorry, I just have a thing about jarheads. We, we always go back at it. But yeah, dude, so I just had to share that with you. But uh, yeah, I mean, speaking of military balls, you know, that's a nice little segue into the next co- uh, topic I wanted yeah. to discuss with you. Um, <laughs> I, if it's one thing I do miss about the, being in the Army, it's one of the things was um, when we used to have our military balls. And um, specifically, we used to celebrate it on St. Barb's, the day of St. Barb's, because the patron saint of the field artillery is St. Barbara. And... um. Dude, like, I mean, they used to have some cool ass shit that they would do, like, you know, skits and stuff like that. For example, for all my uh, field artillery fellas out there, you guys know what laying a gun is, you know. So um, there's a process when we lay our howitzers where, you know, there's this thing called an aiming circle. And when we get our howitzers in position, we have to sight into the aiming circle. And then we'll say, like, you know... Uh, gun one, aiming point identified. Because what they'll say is, you know, like they'll say something along the lines of like platoon adjust, aiming point this ref, uh, aiming point this instrument, and then you know the guns will be come back and be like gun one, aiming point identified, deflection, blah 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 blah. It's a bunch of numbers that go at it. So, anyways, one thing I saw that was done was we had all the battalions, um, from um our unit arrive to the same bar's ball. So like um. So all the, the all the all the field artillery battalions in third ID showed up to the the St. Barb's ball, okay? So ours was one nine field artillery. So whoever was um in charge of this, they fucking killed it. They had an aiming fucking uh, aiming circle and they would say like, you know, um uh battalions adjust, aiming point this instrument just for shits and giggles. And so 
for example, we would say uh, one nine, any point identified, and then they'll drill out a number like one, two, three, four, and then the um, the aiming circle will come back and say one nine, deflection, one, two, three, four. And anyway, so you do some adjusting until then they'll say, all right, uh, one nine is laid. And then when they did that, we could sit down. And it was just so fucking cool seeing that, dude. Like, so they did all the battalions like that. So it would say like 110, 110 is laid. And everybody would just be able to get to sit down. I saw that shit happen. Either that or I dreamt it. But it was really cool as fuck. (laughs) So it was just cool to see that happen. And it just built up more pride in the field artillery. I'm a very proud artilleryman, believe it or not. So I don't know if that... (laughs) No. I don't know if any of that gives it away. But it was just some of the cool stuff that I remember from the field artillery ball or from the just from the military balls in general, you know, where you could actually just let your hair down, be yourself, get drunk to an extent, you know, and then come the weekdays <laughs> back to work as normal. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's yeah. the way it's supposed to be. I, I mean, I'm surprised that there's no fucking videos of some of the shit that goes on in the military balls nowadays, you know? But oh, not. <laughs> for real, especially some of the shit that I've seen out there. Oof. Oh, but, um, really? Did, um, did you have any experience with like, you know, in the Navy going through any balls? So I never went to one of the official like Navy balls or like, um, like the whenever I know that big one is like the Marine birthday and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. the Navy ball and um, the cheese ball and stuff like I'd never went to any of those. Those aren't really my thing. Like I would do more like when it came to camaraderie stuff like smaller mm-hmm. things like when it came to the um birthday or not the birthday the christmas parties because it would be the whole entire ship mm-hmm. um and then you get dressed up there was other ones like um i know we can com- uh, my husband commissioned a uss anchorage in anchorage alaska and they did like this big old ball party thing there so yeah. that was cool but i never did like a whole big ball like navy ball just because i'm like it wasn't my thing like whenever i would have to do stuff like that it was cool it was fun but it would be so exhausting because you knew half of the shit and the dirt of everybody in there and you're just like hmm i have to be nice to this person you know there's times that i can't hide certain emotions on my face (laughs) but no i just wasn't i like going out and like you know getting dressed up and everything but to me that's what it felt more like whenever those things would come up and i'm just like it should be more than that yeah so i'm just like no um i don't really i did it for jrotc in high school and that was a lot of fun but other than that i didn't do it when i was actually in the military like i just i would do like like i said the christmas parties and like big um command events and stuff Mm -hmm. like that that we had to go to (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right you were voluntold voluntold <laughs> the yeah. voluntold stuff i was like all right i guess i gotta go buy a dress and go buy some shoes and yada yada which yep. was fun but then at the same time just like eh. <laughs> dude you know i'll tell you i mean i guess because in um in in i mean i know the navy is stored with with traditions and history you know but in the field artillery as well we have a lot of traditions and like it was it was funny. We would do skits like uh the Genesis of the Field Artillery and um or yeah, the book of Genesis according to the field artillery or something like that. And it starts off how in the beginning there was man and it was lost and it was the infantry, and then they put like silk shit on them and they were the paratroopers and they were like, <laughs> Oh Lord, we're scared, what can we do? And then he took the finest men and made them artillery men, and it, it's just a whole anyways, um it was just cool like you know they would act it out like for example um like they would like make fun of like um air defense artillery for example you know so if they were talking about air defense artillery you had like these guys come out dressed up like duck hunters and they're like shooting in the air because that's what we call the air defense artillery they're duck hunters because they're shooting like the patriot missiles and shit like that oh you know that knock down other missile the duck hunters and then they were like we talked about the air force and then when we're doing the air force they had like um these like frat boy looking guys playing volleyball hitting a volleyball back and forth you know and i can't remember what they made for the navy but i'm sure it was fucking <laughs> it had to do probably something with like the ymca let's just say that probably you know? always you know but um you know yeah dude I, it was just the traditional type shit that they did i loved it and um it was just a moment like the the all they also had a moment for the spouses um 
in the field artillery, we have a, a very famous female. Her name is Molly Pitcher. And um, actually, if you guys want to go check out the merch, um, <laughs> check out the merch store. There's a shirt that I made that says, before Rosie the Riveter, uh, Molly was a cannon cocker. And Molly Pitcher, she's like a very storied uh, personality within the field artillery and yeah, because yeah. she supported her husband after he got shot and she took his place on the cannon and helped nice. with, assisted with shooting the cannon during the Revolutionary War. So um, that was like, you know, very historical thing for us. But we give out the Molly Pitcher Award to oh, cool. the spouses of the field artillerymen. So, you know, I think it's something, you know, it, it's like a kudos to them. You know, mm-hmm. um, like, thank you for supporting your artillerymen. You know what I mean? So now mm-hmm. answer me this. <laughs> what does Mel get? Riddle me this, Batman. How much of that do you think was politics? So that was a lot of the reason why I didn't do a lot of spouse shit because it was so much politics. And let me tell you the one time, the one time, because I didn't know anyone, I came here to, I came to Tampa Mm -hmm. and they were having something for the spouses at the base. They were having some lunch, you know, so I'm like, oh, maybe I'll meet some friends. I don't fucking know anybody here. I haven't, I hadn't started working at my job yet. So I didn't know anyone in this whole side of the country at all so (laughs) i went and i was you know i was an open mind i was you know wanting to meet some new girls maybe somebody you know have in common and when i get there i was gonna go you know i started talking to one of the girls she was pretty cool and then one of the other ladies started talking to say oh you're you know blah blah Mm -hmm. Who's ever husband and da, 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 your last name i was like oh yeah and then she goes oh sit over here with us um the the enlisted girls sit over there and then the international wives sit that far away from the table so you, you can just come sit over here with us so i was just like oh okay yeah sure <laughs> you know it's like oh I'll, yeah. I'll sit here and but it's that kind of bs that i just like no i'm not doing this and you know what i mean it was so the, much politics that i just don't fuck with yeah um i think i, I okay so there's that whole fraternization thing you know and i get mm-hmm. that between the enlisted and the officer corps i get that for those that are in the military you know what i mean enlisted sit with the enlisted officers with the officers ncos with ncos and so on and so forth however comma i mean we, that has nothing to do with us. Exactly. And nothing to do with us. Exactly. So, I mean, for some reason, there's some spouses that take it upon themselves to try to wear their husband's rank. And it's like, bitch, you you, you have no rank. You know, uh, <laughs> you are a E0. Uh, you're a civilian, you know. Yeah. So, if anything, what you have are benefits. That's it. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, dude. And it's. You know, um, within the NCO Corps and the officers, I mean, I, I know there's a split, you know, especially in the, in the artillery world, you know, um, there's a split between the officer Corps and the NCO Corps. Um, we just have different points of views, uh, you know, like we find them more administrative, more PowerPoint, yeah. and I mean, we're more yeah. hands-on, you know what I mean? So, uh, but I mean, it's not like they're better than us you know there, there's some that come with that mind frame you know some butter bars that come there with like oh i'm a west pointer um i don't care you know so <laughs> you know, yeah as far as the spouses go it does get political uh as far yeah, as the awards go like, and um, it, would it, just, it would make it sad to find out you know in the background to know how much of that our award that maybe somebody does deserve and does you know 100% support mm. and Stephen not only her husband but also other spouses by being the babysitter of all these fucking kids yes. so the rest of y'all can go do shit that you probably shouldn't be doing any goddamn way bro so <laughs> here's the thing so like but I, it goes I'm, to the one that's more political and knows how to play the game you know I'm I mean? very I'm very um <laughs> I want to say bitter you know I'm kind of I'm bitter about a few things like for example I had earned a bronze star on my last deployment on my last deployment to Iraq you know, I thought I had earned it, but they didn't give it to me. Uh, they gave it to another uh, soldier who, um, during um, one of our attacks, he was hit with shrapnel. But that's what you got a purple heart for. You know what I'm saying? To, for that. But they decided to give it to him instead. So, okay, cool. Cool. All right. You know, 
because apparently they only had X amount of Bronze Stars to hand out between the battalion and they had to go to certain people. And since I joined the platoon late, they had already done the riot up. So like I had said on one of the previous podcasts, uh, for those that don't know, the Bronze Star, you do a write up and normally they start doing this write up probably about six months before it's time to redeploy back home. So long story short, I didn't get mine. But um, that's no here nor there. Same thing with the, the, and I only got about a minute left before I have to reset out the new link. But check it out. Yes, it does get political. I did never got my fucking St. Barb award after I did a lot of shit for the field artillery it, to include standing up the first Afghan field artillery school in Afghanistan. Wow. But hey, I got shit on. Never got it. The end. But it's all good. <laughs> when we come back, though, um, it won't take about a a minute for you guys that are listening uh we're gonna come back and talk about some uh some feet yeah we're gonna talk about some feet so i'll catch y'all in a minute i'm gonna send you that link right now okay all right and welcome welcome back um the hand (laughs) and the feet i tell you if you guys are watching us you'll understand why we're laughing it took me like two seconds to try to feel. I'm like, no, she, no, that's not what she's doing. No, oh, and yes, I was it like, was. oh my God, Dude. where is your self righteous self now? For real, <laughs> right? Dude, it's, it, it, it Alicent I, is like, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> you know, I can't blame her for what she does because I think she does it, you know, for the love of her um of her kids we do crazy stuff for our kids that's for sure but yeah but i mean <laughs> Which i'm not judging her the reason i'm just like you're so self-righteous she was getting mad at rhaenyra for being you know what i mean like doing her hot girl summer stuff yeah. and now you're over here as an old lady a mom and everything else and now you're still trying to one judge her and trying to pull one on everybody by yeah. putting your son on the throne but now you're over here also selling your feet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, she was the first motherfucker selling feet. Pig, right. Yo. <laughs> That's where it all started. Dude, I mean, are, is Game of Thrones like, I mean, are, 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 is this show picking up on a vibe of what's going on in the world today? I mean, <laughs> right? motherfuckers are selling feet pick and I, I'll give it to you. You know, um, I'll give it to her. She did have some cute ass feet. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Now it's not that I, I have a fetish. Close attention, but I'm just like, there's no way. <laughs> and then I think I remember seeing a TikTok like, "Did she? You know, she didn't know what he was doing." But I'm like, yes, she did. Oh, yes, yeah. she did know exactly what he was doing. That's why oh, she was yeah. looking away. <laughs> mm, that motherfucker put his hand on his pecker and started oh, stroking my away. Gosh, dude. that was crazy. Like dude. I've seen some crazy ish on Game of Thrones and on House of Dragons, but that I think that had it. <laughs> That one definitely took the cake. I mean, that definitely took it. I mean, oh my holy gosh, shit, dude. So yeah, I mean, it's it's a trip, you know. Um, let's talk about it. Um, from season one to season nine, yes, there were a lot of uh, I mean, not season one to episode? season from episode one to episode nine. There's been a lot of time skips. Got yes. it, and you know, but that's fine because I think they've played it very well <laughs> to the point where I don't give a fuck about what happened in the intermediate. I mean, hopefully they'll be able to fill some of those gaps in. I'm assuming with a uh, season two. Um, you know, I hope so. Like, I would like to see Sir Harwin and you know, or strong, you know, mm-hmm. Sir Strong and Rhaenyra and how that all how went, that you developed. Know I mean? Yeah, yeah, that would be nice to see. And then how um Damon and Oh man, I'm gonna kill myself because I can't remember her name. Um, her his first wife, not the yeah. first one, the second wife. Yeah. Um, Rain. I can't remember her name now. The, yeah, the little black chick. Yeah, I yeah. got you. <laughs> how uh, that I know went, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and dude. I'm just like, and how the heck, how Viserys got so crypt of the creep. Uh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> status in just six years like that's crazy well bro i mean like i'm surprised he lasted as long as he did like even when he took right? his mask off I'm like, oh this yeah, motherfucker that was a went. shocking moment oh, i was like damn but you know what <laughs> I, honestly i think that this man for his acting ability he needs to be recognized i mean he fucking crushed it he, yeah, you know i, I, I don't good. read the books i don't know about it i don't know what they portray him like on the books but 
just like I could feel them. And look, I, I, I might sound like a little fucking. I'm not going to say the word because you know what? Fuck that. I may sound like a little faggoty on this, but that motherfucker <laughs> brought tears to my eyes on that episode when he was when he came in. in. Yep. For his daughter, bro. For his daughter. Yep. Oh, he was my down God. For his daughter to like that the last motherfucker was right. Or die. Yes. But check this out. Let me ask you a question. Um, do you think, do you think that um when he was talking to uh to Allison and he thought that he was talking to fucking uh Rainera? Rainera, uh-huh. Do you think that if Allison wouldn't have had that conversation with him, do you think that she would have supported uh Rainera's uh becoming the queen? Or because as we I think found her out, dad would have still I think them? her dad would have still ma- manipulated her. You know what I mean? Because yeah. um, my girl, you know, from this last episode, she's the one that said it right. Like, you could take the throne. You could be queen. But yes. you're still following a man's, you know, demands or whatever. Whether yep. it's her dad's, it was her husband, and then now her son or whatever. I'm right. like, because she's right. She could have, you know. She could have been... just said, it's my shit now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But here's my thing. Like, I mean, she seems like she was so by the book. You know what I mean? And um, I think that she would have supported Rainera. Wouldn't it benefited her? Obviously, it ain't selling feed pics is not in the book. Well, (laughs) at the same time, though, that motherfucker's got some dirt on her, though. That's why. You know what I'm saying? Not even more. (laughs) Well, (laughs) Well, here's the thing, though, because... Because of her, you know, he took it as I'm going to kill the strongs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he's got yeah. that dirt on her. And um, so I think at the end of the day, she I, I like the way they de- developed her at the end where she became a little more stronger. You know what I mean? But like you said, like, yes, yeah, she's still in this world where she's dominated by all the male figures around her. You know, yeah, I think that she would have still backed up Rhaenyra. Uh but I, I mean, think she would have wanted to. I yeah. think she would have wanted to. Yeah. Her I dad would probably that. have killed her. I think her yeah. dad would have Something. killed her to put Aegon on there. You know what I mean? But I think that, you know, uh, a lot of it is happening because she thought that he was talking about Aegon as in her son. You know, when yeah. uh, about the song and I, well, and I don't think that's how I, that's not how it went in the book. I don't I think yeah. that's something they've added in there. Well, I don't think that's how it went in the book. But because yeah. from what I'm hearing, though, about the book, the book is written by secondhand accounts by those ah. they're written by witnesses or, mm-hmm. you know, it's like their yeah. accounts of what happened. So think about it kind of yeah. like um the Bible and the accounts of the apostles about what happened with Jesus. And that's why you have like different um, stories about what happened to the crucifixion. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's kind of mm-hmm. how this is playing out también. And then we're, oh, from what we're seeing here is what really happened versus, yeah. you know, the accounts of what those that wrote the book are. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, yeah. They've done, some, <laughs> they've done a good job of it so far oh from what God. I hear regarding between the book and this. And I'm so glad. So I had no idea there was going to be a second season. I thought they were time skipping so much to be able to get it all in one season. Right. But now that there is going to be a second season, I'm hope I'm glad that they do the time jump because, you know, when I started watching Game of Thrones, it took me forever just to get through the first episode or two because it was so it just lagged and it took forever to get good. And this time it got good from the jump. <laughs> but see, and that, thank you for bringing that up. Cause that's something I, w- I did want to discuss. I was talking with our, our good friend hunt, you know, yes. our co-host here. I know Hunt. you are like the man when it comes to this, where are you? <laughs> oh, he, 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 let's just say, uh, he has candles out tonight. So, ah. and uh, I'm not talking about because it's a new moon or anything like that. <laughs> no, it's not. So hey. Get some other stuff going out there. Pero, well, good for him then. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. He he's making his own fucking uh his he's probably gonna be taking feet pics of his own. So oh, God. with that, so no, what I tripped out on I was having a conversation with him afterwards. You know, he like texted me and I, you know, we're like I don't do texting. I do voice ch- uh, voice text faster, it's just easier. Uh-huh. And uh, especially when it comes to like something long that you want to say. And he was like, man, it was boring as fuck. And then I'm like, dude, see, you're. I think that this generation and, you know, the generation beyond mine is so used to 
seeing action all the fucking time. You need to see the dragon doing this. You need to see an explosion. You need. To... I love the dialogue. I fucking love the dialogue so much. Because imagine if you missed the dialogue, let's say, for example, of what um, Helena was saying. You know, there's a beast under the boards. Well, we yes. found out what the, that fucking beast was. You know what I mean? For, it's like reals. And just like the, the communication, the way they speak, I to me, that's the best part of the acting because the rest is green screen shit. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think a lot gets lost. I do love the action. Don't get it twisted. I love the action. However, I do love those subtle moments of when there's dialogue and they're talking. But to your point, Game of Thrones, he's the same way. He said Game of Thrones, like the first two, three seasons were like boring as fuck. But I wouldn't say the entire season. To me, it was just literally, I think it took me three, I want to say three tries just to get through the first episode. And then once I got through the first episode and then the, and maybe maybe the first two episodes, then I really got into it. I don't remember how much action there really was, mm -hmm. but then I really started getting into it after the first episode, definitely after the second episode. It just, I don't know why it took me three different tries restarting the first episode to finally watch <laughs> it all the way through like i you know i like the dialect and i love the acting and all that good stuff because that's mm -hmm. what makes you get you know like oh my god i love that character you get invested it is, it's in the that. yeah you get invested in the characters and it is because of the dialogue and everything there's just something about anyways game of thrones and how long it took for it to get good but now it's like and they had to do the time jump like i said to get to the main meat of mm -hmm. this book for the actual you know battle to come the war to come yes. and they have to get all these kids born <laughs> dude and not only that though you got to think about it like I they're going to be the main characters now they didn't know if it was going to get picked up for season two so who knows if they actually completed the the whole dance of the dragons within the first season and they're now just because they didn't know if they're going to get picked up for a season two but now that there's a season two they can prolong it and get and yeah. i mean and for those of y'all like that like spoilers go check out youtube and just look up the fucking um, history and lore of the Targaryens or history and lore of the fucking. Um, I'm going to have to. So I'm going to have to do that because I want to like I've seen some of the family trees just like like a Targaryen family tree and yeah. stuff like that. But and I, everybody's so excited for the second season because that's when we go back to Winterfell. I was wait like, what? wait a minute. So wait, you don't know how the Dance of the Dragons goes? Look oh yeah, happens. I know. I I oh, okay. listened to the spoilers. Yeah, oh, okay, but yeah. I'm just excited to go back to Winterfell. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, I want to know how. It, yeah, I can't wait to see that. But here's the thing: like, for example, again with um with Game of Thrones, I think where they fucked up on Game of Thrones was like they started hyping up the dragons, the dragons, and everybody wanted to see the yeah, fucking that dragons. Took a while. Yeah, and it took forever for Daenerys to hatch those fucking eggs. By the way, <laughs> did you see that those eggs are the same ones that are gonna be? Well, never mind. I just love how a lot of the like a lot of the stuff from Game of Thrones itself, there's callbacks to it in House of the Dragon. And I fucking love that's it, why dude. I had to rewatch all of Game of Thrones. because I like seeing oh, like um the dragon pits, just the dragon pits themselves yes. and going back and seeing how they really looked and compared to how they looked on Game of Thrones. You know what I yes. mean? Like, I love seeing like um even what is the dragon uh, where Rhaenyra lives? Shit, I can't remember the name of it right Dragonstone. <laughs> Yeah, Dragonstone and how it used to look compared to when it was, you know, during yes. Game of Thrones. It was awesome. Like, I love that. I tripped out. Like, I mean, I so obviously, like when they're doing like uh, books to film, they take liberties onto what they're going to put in or they may make changes. Yeah. Or, you know, so I was I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. When that motherfucker I knew when when I saw fucking uh, Rainey's. Go downstairs. I'm like, she about to go get her motherfucking dragon. I knew she wasn't leaving with her dragon. I didn't oh, care yeah. what Eric said. Oh, I'm yeah. not leaving my fucking dragon. <laughs> Bro, I was like, oh, here comes Melee's. Here comes Melee's. And then it's like, oh, put it like together. Like, oh, shit. The beast under the boards is coming up. And then when that bitch came Ooh. out to the top and she walked up to him, I was just and like, that smoke had to clear out. You know what I mean? Bro. And her face was coming. You only saw her silhouette. Like I got chills during that moment. I was like, "Oh my god, dude!" I was yelling, <laughs> "Dracarys!" I was waiting for I her was to yell in that my shit. Head, like, oh, do it, god. do it. But, but then obviously, then it wouldn't be a dance of the dragons. Exactly. We all knew that, but still, but you, you were still thinking it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> you still can't help but to think, just say it, Dracarys. For real, dude. You know, like, and that brings me to some things like, you know, you know, it's um, a good little segue to how many times have you wondered if what you would say to yourself into your internal mind would you get in trouble in, in public, you know, if you said it out in, out loud in public? Like, have oh, you ever yeah. had thoughts that you were like, yeah. ooh, if somebody were to hear this shit? You know what? I think <laughs> a lot of my thoughts are more like, man, this girl needs to be instituted. <laughs> <laughs> Mental hospital Dude. more than like, man, I wish you get hit by a bus or something, you know? <laughs> You know, it's definitely more like, oh, she's crazy. Yeah, dude. And <laughs> Get I'll into tell a you, mental hospital. <laughs> I'll tell you something. It's funny you bring that up. It's funny you bring that up. I'm going to get a bit personal here, y'all, just so y'all know. Um, shit. Hold on. Um, shit. Podcasting. My bad. Can I wait? Oh, shit. So I got to go. Well, hopefully she can handle it herself. If not, I got to go and get some groceries. Oh, that's okay. Because oh, I got no. my kid needs to take a bath too. So, <laughs> oh, all right. Cool beans. So we so, can cut it. All right. So, well, anyways, I was going to say something along the lines of this. Um, Mental health. You know what? I'm going to save it for another day. I'm going to save it for okay. another day. Um, <laughs> No, go take care of what you got to take care of. I, I will. got a little one to take care of, so no worries. It's but, cool. But, <laughs> dude, we'll definitely link up again for the 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 next episode. And, the uh, season finale. Holy I hope Hunt shice. is fucking here for it. Right? He better be here for the season finale. <laughs> fucking A. Thank you again, Monica, for, you know, Thank you for having such me. short notice. Yeah. You know, you're pretty much a new co-host here. If we ever blow up. <laughs> You're coming with us. You know what I'm saying? You awesome. are part of the on gun line family. You know what I'm saying? So thank you for giving us, you know, the sailor perspective as always uh, to military balls that you never went to, <laughs> which is understandable. I never went to, yeah. I'm like, oh. But you know what? It's funny with the, the one experience that you went to, how it still coincides with every other branch. There's always that fucking, for some reason, pecking order between spouses. So, hey, y'all, do me a favor out there. If you're out in the fucking world right now, you got any questions, I got answers. Send them to onthegunline at gmail.com. If you have any stories, if you want to remain anonymous, be anonymous, y'all. I mean, I'm not going to say your name. I'm not the type of person. I want to hear what's going on in the world out there, in the military sector, in the civilian sector. Whatever the fuck y'all want to talk about, hit me up. I'm trying to keep this motherfucker entertaining for y'all. And, you know, send us, if you want advice, I'm sure that, you know, Monica here has some advice. I know I got some <laughs> advice. It might not be the best advice. It might not be what you want to hear. <laughs> it might not be the best, you. but it'll be advice. <laughs> Goddamn right. <laughs> Anyways, I appreciate you again. Uh, you have yourself a good evening out there. Thank you. Um, hey, Gunline, I uh, hope to see y'all here soon. I should be having another shoot the shit episode here soon. Um, I've been having scheduling conflicts but um yeah i appreciate y'all you guys have yourself a great rest of your week and i'll catch y'all again here on the gun line rounds complete and the mission gun line out march order motherfuckers <laughs>